Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. France's Versailles Court of Appeals upheld a lower court ruling ordering Amazon to stop delivering non-essential items in the country to protect workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Under the ruling, Amazon can only deliver health items, food, pet food, and electronics, while it does risk evaluations in consultation with French unions. Amazon faces a fine of up to 100,000 euros for each non-essential delivery. Germany's Chancellor Minister Helge Braun and Health Minister Jens Spahn announced the country would adopt a decentralized approach to contact tracing for COVID-19. German authorities had previously backed the Pan-European Privacy-Preserving Proximity Tracing Plan to develop a tracking system that would give health authorities centralized control of the data. According to sources speaking to Reuters, Apple refused to change Bluetooth settings in iOS to allow for this centralized approach. According to the announcement, the tracing system should be voluntary, meet data protection standards, and guarantee a high level of IT security. Missouri Senator Josh Howley urged the U.S. Justice Department in a letter to open a criminal antitrust investigation into Amazon over whether its employees use sales data from independent sellers in order to develop its own competing private label products. Last week, the Wall Street Journal published a report indicating that Amazon official Nate Sutton may have lied to Congress about its data practices in a previous hearing. In response to Senator Hawley's letter, an Amazon spokesperson told The Verge that the company bars employees from using non-public, seller-specific data to determine which private label products to launch. Instagram is launching a live fundraisers feature to allow nonprofit donations during live video feeds, which the company announced last week. Broadcasters choose a nonprofit to support, and viewers can make donations using their credit card, which unlocks a I Donated sticker, similar to the Stay Home sticker the company introduced back in March. Instagram users could previously fundraise for nonprofits through their stories. TikTok also added a donation feature in a form of clickable stickers that can be added to TikTok videos and live streams that let people submit donations within the app. The company partnered with eight organizations to support communities impacted by the coronavirus pandemic and will match donations made through May 27th. Amazon announced a pilot program in the U.S., U.K., China, and Japan to verify third-party sellers to help reduce fraudulent sellers and listings on the platform. 
The company initially used in-person interviews and has now switched to video calls in light of COVID-19 and checks the seller's ID against their application to Amazon, with Amazon Associates also using third-party data sources for additional verification. The pilot project is in addition to the use of machine learning algorithms and human investigators reviewing at the application level, which Amazon says stopped 2.5 million accounts from listing items in 2019. Amazon says that more than 1,000 seller applications have already gone through this verification pilot project. DJI announced the Mavic Air 2 with a bigger image sensor than the original Mavic Air and DJI's own OcuSync transmission technology replacing traditional Wi-Fi. It has up to 34 minutes of flight time and comes with a redesigned controller. Pre-orders start at $799 and start shipping May 11th in the U.S., DJI's Fly More bundle now includes neutral density filters, a carrying bag, prop guards, a charging hub, and three batteries for $988. Google made its enterprise video conferencing service Google Meet available for free to anyone with a Google account. Meetings can have up to 100 participants. After September 30th, Google may limit free meetings to 60 minutes. The free version does not offer phone-in options as well. Google Meet will be integrated into Gmail. Apple added COVID-19 test sites to its Apple Maps in the U.S. Apple also updated its Mobility Trends site, which offers data on how people are moving around in order to assist local governments with lockdown policies. The update includes improved regionalization, like state or province-level search, and more cities available for review. Apple and Google are delivering the first version of their Exposure Notification API to selected developers working on apps for public health organizations. After this test round, the API is expected to be released broadly in mid-May. The updates come in the beta of Apple's Xcode 11.5 and iOS 13.5 and Google's Play services, as well as Android Developer Studio. Reddit introduced a new chat tool called Start Chatting on April 30th, which randomly matched up to seven users in a given subreddit into a chat. The feature was supposed to roll out to 16,000 safe-for-work subreddits and with plans to expand to other subreddits in the coming weeks. However, start chatting was subsequently rolled back on May 1st, with Reddit setting errors that caused a start chatting button to appear on all subreddits, as well as criticism from moderators. Walmart confirmed plans to launch a new grocery service called Express, which would provide two-hour or less grocery delivery for an additional $10 fee on top of standard delivery fees. The service has been in testing in 100 U.S. stores since mid-April, and Walmart plans to expand to 1,000 stores by early May, expanding to more than 2,000 in the coming weeks. Express delivery slots will be available when traditional delivery isn't available same day or even days out, but Walmart says it will not push back standard delivery orders to make capacity for Express. And finally, the board of ICANN voted to reject the sale of the .org registry to Ethos Capital, setting concerns on how Ethos would use the registry to pay down the $300 million in debt the acquisition would require. The Internet Society currently manages the .org public interest registry and announced plans for the sale back in November. The deal was also facing scrutiny from California Attorney General Javier Becerra, as well as several ICANN founding members. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone, 
and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.